welcome back to the spoiler cast the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them and welcome to this very special episode uh where we're going to reveal all the nominations for this year's edition of the spoiler awards i'll add some sort of music here probably i don't know Oh, by the way, my name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister, trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello! Hello! Uh, yeah, this is our second annual uh, edition of the Spoiler Awards, where we nominate all our favorite movies in all our favorite categories. Of course, some of the yes. classics are there, like best movie, best script, best director, best actor, actress, and stuff like that. But we also have best movie moment. We have uh, best stunt. And, uh, we have genres. We have yeah. We we nominate movies for each genre, or at least you know action, drama, horror, horror. and comedy. Yeah. Yes. The, uh, the important, important ones. <laughs> the important ones. Yeah. So if it's a sci-fi action movie, we'll put it in action. Yeah. yeah you know stuff like that. Um, and this is because, well, you know, the, the other big one, you know, that always, always manages to get it wrong. <laughs> yes, and have these weird rules that make it so that some movies cannot get really nominated at all. Which is just insane, in my opinion. Yeah. Get with the Times be, Academy, get with the Times. Especially can't be nominated for certain, certain awards just because it happens to be... You know. A streaming film. Except. Or I guess foreign. Yeah, in, that's in, more of a... In case for... In, there's some exceptions, but usually they can only be nominated for Best Foreign Picture. Sometimes yeah. Best Picture. But, yeah, this is the Spoiler Wars, so, yeah. where we decide who gets to be nominated and who gets to win, even. Along with, with some you help, know, suggestions. Yeah, with some help <laughs> by you. Our, our Last year, we had polls up on Patreon, patreon.com slash don't make a scene. But I think we're going to experiment this year and see what happens when we put them out. Um, I'm going to put everyone. them on, yeah, on Twitter and on YouTube if you're watching this. So everyone can vote to see how chaotic that gets instead of just our our loyal paying audience. Yes. Um, of course, our votes count. Uh you know, More. double or yeah, double. extra or whatever. <laughs> but in the end... Whatever in need. <laughs> yeah, but in the end, you also get to pick who wins. But before we pick who wins this year's Spoiler Awards, we have to reveal the nominees. Yes. And uh, I think we're going to do it from bottom to top, right? So we end with best movie? Yes, we'll start with the uh, strangest category. Yeah, which is uh, worst <laughs> movie of the year, right? Yeah. Yes. And I won't reveal our our little um, our document List. here. I'll <laughs> I'll put up you know one for you to see here probably, but you won't see the actual document because I think we've kind of already picked the winner. <laughs> well, this one yes, specifically. Yeah. The other ones no. You of course I mean, you still get we to could vote. Be swayed by the yeah, votes. Of course, but of course. This is our vote. <laughs> yeah. So without further ado, um, in no specific order. In no specific order. Uh, the nominees for Worst Movie of the Year, 2023, then, uh, is Children of the Corn, the remake, which was, like, made in 2021 and didn't come out until 2023. Number two, Caviar. Yes, you've never heard of it because it's that bad. Oh. Number three, Cocaine Bear. Need I remind you of Cocaine Bear? Not really. <laughs> yeah. Four, The Best Man, which was the worst action movie of the year. Yeah, and again, I don't think a lot of people heard of it. And of course, the biggest mainstream flop this year, The Nun 2. God dang. Yes. All of these movies definitely deserve to be, you know, um, uh, um, are among the worst of 2023. But one of them will have to, you know, come out on top. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see in a few weeks. Yes. But then we have some of the more the, the more fun uh, 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 categories. So we're going to go to best movie moment, which is kind of, you know, wishy-washy, floaty. It's just that that moment where you go, oh, my God, or like... That, <gasps> that one moment that sticks with you. Yeah. That's even really, after really, you leave the theater, yeah. even maybe months later when you think of that movie, you're going to think of that specific moment. Yeah. I think the big one for most people this year, if I'm going to think, you know... Um, uh, uh, assume, uh, assume, yeah, uh, or speculate what people will remember. 
I would say, which is also our first nomination, is, of course, the first nuclear bomb test from Oppenheimer. Yes. When they drop the bomb, everything goes quiet, and then it just goes whoosh. I mean, I remember it in the cinema as almost like being knocked out of my seat for real. <laughs> it's insane. You almost feel the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have, uh, and it's a little hard with the names here, so I guess I have to explain it. We have, yes. number two is Black Rain from Godzilla Minus One, which is, of course, if you've seen it, it's the end of the first major attack, the Ginza attack, where our protagonist looks up at Godzilla as the mushroom cloud covers the sun, and then ash starts or, or starts raining down on, on, on the streets. It's, it's after... ash, 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 um, um, mixed with rain. Yeah, yeah, it's after you know when the city is basically destroyed, destroyed, and and the the love interest has shoved our hero to don't, safety. Don't do, don't spoil too much. Well, you know that one. <laughs> yeah, and he turns around and he looks up at Godzilla, and he just screams out all his anger and yes. sadness as the black rain falls upon him. Insane, magical. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Then number three is the London Symphonic Orchestra one take from Maestro. Um, yes. Probably the most Oscar bait movie I've watched this year, but you can't deny that that scene is amazing, the way they put it together. It is so full of emotions, especially where it takes place in the movie. So it's not just technically like amazing, it is emotionally fulfilling as well. Um, and if there's one scene that I think people are gonna say, like, oh, that's why, uh, Bradley Cooper should be nominated, or win, I think he is nominated, um, say it's that scene. He pulls it off. Yes. And then our fourth nomination... What? Huh? Yeah, fourth. Oh, sorry, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a little different. Uh, it's basically every action set piece in John Wick 4. <laughs> so the Osaka yes. Continental... Uh, the uh, uh, German party, uh, yeah, the German party, uh, the stairs up to Sacre Coeur, all of those really. I couldn't, you couldn't really pick one. No. So yeah, that. I that... mean, if you if you saw last year's uh, spoiler wars, <laughs> yeah, you know what we mean when sometimes you can't just choose. Yeah, you can just gotta say, well, basically every scene in the movie. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, number five, yeah. Is uh, the goodbye from past lives? Yes, um, a movie that I maybe didn't uh, gel with didn't as much as other. It I liked it. I didn't think it was that good. It's it's grown on me definitely. Yes, but even then, when we were sitting and watching it in the cinema, and I was like, "Yeah, this is okay." And that scene happened. I was like, "Oh, oh, damn, shit!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> that's pretty damn good. And if you've seen it's, it, you know it's towards the end, so we don't want to say too much. Yeah, but it, it's. It's packing in so many emotions in just silence, really. Yeah, and it's it's very relatable. It's very relatable. It's very relatable. It's very ah. so well made. Yeah. Yes. And then we have uh, the best stunt category, where we really only have three nominations because this year we didn't have that many like amazing action movies. No, and um, it's it's a little some... bit diff- difficult also to nominate because stunts. Kind of picky, I guess. Mm. They need to be proper stunts, more yeah. or less. Not just an um, action scene. It needs no. to be a cool stunt. Yeah. Um, of course, it is often an action scene, you know? Yes, of course. Um, but it needs to be a little bit special, a little bit yeah. more than just stick out. a random fight. Scene. Exactly. Uh, do you want to do this one? Yes. So uh, the nominations, in no particular order are uh, The Stairs from John Wick 4. And I guess this particular stunt is, I mean, it's the whole scene, really, but when yeah. he falls down, yes, the entire the, set of stairs. It's the setback, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, I mean, it's it's also, you know, going up it twice. Uh, yes, of course, of course. Because the uh, actual fighting is very well choreogra- choreographed yeah. in that. And, and then just- we have... Nah, it's okay. Huh? Nah. <laughs> then we have the uh, motorcycle base jump from Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning whatever the full Part title One. Is. <laughs> yeah, one of the worst titles that of all one. time. It's like two Goddamn. colons. <laughs> yeah, but that base jump, like we saw it all in the trailers, and we saw it. You know, it was, yes. it was the big like behind the scenes thing we saw on YouTube. 
Um, which I gotta say, it lost a little bit of its like wow factor when you actually then saw it in the movie. But yeah. you, you can't deny that the fact that he actually jumped off a mountain on a motorbike and then uh, uh, parachuted down is yeah. just insane. <laughs> There's something wrong with that man. Yes. But he, uh, he gets it right when he does shit like that. Yes, yes. And the- then we have the third nominee is the drug lab fight scene from Ballerina, the Netflix movie? Yeah, net- Korean Netflix uh, action drama. Yes. I think it came out earlier this year. Or yes. last year. Well, last year, yeah. Where our um, protagonist fights off like 20 to 30 men in a drug lab full of marijuana. Yeah. And like like she she has um, one gun which immediately runs out of ammo. Yep. So he has to get I think very she has, like, creative. Two shots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very good. Very entertaining. Um That was yes, that was best done. That was the best done. It's a bit stunts. short, but yeah. yes. Also, I just want to say, when we put this out as polls on YouTube and Twitter, if you want to add something, there's always going to be like an, an other and then leave a comment uh, section. Yeah. You know. yeah. Maybe we missed something. Yeah, exactly. Um, Next so up then is Best is, Actress. Yes. Where we have six nominations. Yes, And uh, yeah, in no particular order then, we have Lily Gladstone as Molly Burkhart from Killer to the Flower Moon. I mean... It goes without saying, I think. She's so Amazing good in that movie. Yeah. Um, there's there's nothing really has to say. I mean, no, it's no. It's so good. I, I mean, so all of under- them, really. Yeah, oh, of course, of course. But hers specifically is so understated. Yes. Uh, which I think is is uh, is very cool when you manage to pull that off. To yeah. put so much emotions into into your character without doing like the big cry scene or the big I'm so angry at you, even though yeah, those scenes no, can be amazing. No outbursts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But she it's it's she does so much with her eyes. It's like Tom Hardy in Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, then we have Julianne Moore as Gracie in May December. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that one yet? I did. She um, is nuts in that movie. Yes. Uh, we should. We are going to discuss it as, uh, more on on this year, uh, this week's patron episode. Yes, um, we'll go into depth in certain movies that maybe we haven't talked about properly. We'll might we might even discuss specific nominations just yeah. because. Because I got I gotta say uh, I don't know if this is like a hot take or 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 a kind of weird opinion. I would say she's like one of the greatest villains of this year or last year. No, that's that's pretty accurate. At least for human villains, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Because <laughs> we do have one really cool villain in general this year, but oh, last year. sure, Jeez. yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, next up, next is, up uh, is uh, Masha Hijazi, I think you say, who plays yes. Laudan in uh, World War Three, the yes. uh, the 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 mute prostitute who joins our protagonist on the film set, right. I almost mixed her up with one of the other actresses that I actually liked a lot, but oh, I think uh, I know she's unfortunately not nominated this year. No, but I I think she, especially having to work with no voice, I think yes. she conveyed so much emotions in that movie. She did such a great job. Yeah, uh, great movie. It's one of those like I, I, this year I didn't, I didn't watch too many like obscure movies. But I did catch this one for some reason, and it's one I would wholeheartedly uh, uh, recommend. This is one of those movies that we need to talk more about yes, in the Patreon episode. Yes, we will, we will. But before that, <laughs> we have three more nominations. Number four yes. is Greta Lee as Nora in uh, Past Lives. Past Lives, yes. Once again, great performance, but I think it really comes together in that scene, the goodbyes. Yes. Yeah, where you're like, oh shit, I get it now. It's one of those, you know. Um. Yeah. Great performance. And, and and yeah. Even even as we're talking about it, like yeah, it's actually a really good movie. <laughs> I, I need to rewatch it. I think. I think I need we, to rewatch it too. Yeah. Even though we talked about it, it was a while ago now. Yeah. It was the summer? Still, you know, it's still in the back of my head somehow. Yeah. Just, just yeah. I haven't thought of it until now. I'm like mm, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's I think one we, of those movies that need to sink in properly, yeah. and you need to talk about it like we did. So I mean. Shameless plug here. Check out the episode on past lives. Yeah, exactly. Actually. It's available everywhere. Then we have Sakura Ando as Sumiko Ota uh, in Godzilla Minus One. The yes. uh, the uh, neighbor. neighbor. Yeah. 
Labor who, lady. Who who has an amazing arc from hating our protagonist to yes. uh, loving him and his family. Uh, yeah. One and of always the, honestly, being there in the background, you know. Yeah, she has the... Um, the most interesting story arc of all of the characters, really, to be fair. The most the most obvious um, development. Yes, yes. And Sakura Ando did a great job for... I mean, she, I'm, she's more memorable almost than the main female lead. Yeah. <laughs> a I little harsh, name, maybe? Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone she, was good in that, but she sticks yes, out. Yeah, she, she sticks, sticks out. out. Definitely. And that is honestly just because of the actress, I'd say. She did such a job. Oh, yeah, it's a great performance in, you know, what some would, you know, consider like a smaller role. Because she kind of disappears in the middle of the movie. I mean, she is technically a supporting role. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But we don't, we don't uh, discern that here. If you're in the movie for one minute or the entire movie, it doesn't matter. If you're, if it's a good performance. Yeah, you're still nominated. And our final nomination, which is, uh, that was your ad yes uh i won't i won't bit, contest it but i no. don't agree with it maybe uh, it's a little bit of a dig <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah which i think that that was makes it more fun and uh, also um, we needed to pat out the nomination. <laughs> yeah so the final nomination is margot robbie as barbie in barbie yeah, because yes. the Academy uh, decided to not nominate her, but nominate uh, America Ferrera instead in uh, supporting. Ew, she's nominated. Yes, I didn't read through if the I entire remember thing yet. Collect- oh correctly. God, okay. I think the only two people who weren't nominated technically um, is Margot Robbie and uh, Greta Gerwig <laughs> for their respective roles yeah. in the movie making. Yeah, but so yes, this this. Uh, I mean, Margot Robbie did a good job considering the iconic role she is playing that has never been portrayed in that sense. Yeah. Um, but it is mainly a dig at the Oscars. Yes. Because, I mean, everyone's mad at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll talk more about that in the Patreon episode. God yeah. damn, we're going to mention Patreon a lot today. And here's where we're going to do some edits because I just remembered we did not nominate Ryan Gosling for Ken, which I think should be nominated. Well... I don't know if we edit or if this is just uh, whatever. But uh, next up is Best Actor. <laughs> next up is Best Actor. Why don't you do that one? Yes. So again, in no particular order, we have... Uh, oh, God. I'm going to butcher names. It's Killian. Killian. Murphy. Yeah. As, as Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. In Oppenheimer. Yeah. You know. It's it's kind of like with Lily Gladstone. There's nothing to say. Like It There's is say. an amazing performance. You might... St- understand how we nominated these people because we haven't we haven't changed the order of when we figure out which one we want to nominate yeah which is why we don't know what to say for the first ones because goddamn they're so good yeah like it's don't know uh i i have some i i haven't i mean these are just um, they're not just nominations i put there like oh i know which one is going to win but then you know i need to have some no (sighs) for me it's basically any of these maybe not the last one but still (laughs) Yes, uh, number two, yes. to continue, yes. is Kiefer Sutherland as Quig. Major Quig, yeah. Major Quig in uh, yeah. Court Martial. What the heck is the title of that movie? <laughs> the Kane Mutiny Court Martial. That's the one. Too yes. long to remember. Amazing, amazing movie. It'll be nominated some more later. Yes. Yeah. Then we have Kyle Gallner as Benson in The Passenger. Yes, Kyle Going Gallner. Crazy. Oh yes, ah, <laughs> oh. uh, he's he's an actor he, that we don't see enough of. No, like he's one of those like him, steady working actor that yes, you know, but that consistently pulls off great performances in sometimes Especially trashy movies. When he gets uh, specific roles, with. yeah, oh, and yeah. something a bit bigger than maybe wasn't he the he was a cop in like, Smile, yeah, yeah, and like a boyfriend in in uh, Scream. Yeah, yeah, it was like in two scenes. He's g- yeah. good, but I mean, he needs but a little bit like, more. There's not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, as the basically the lead, he is Chef's Kiss. Fantastic. Yeah. And then? Then we have... Say it. Kuranosuke <laughs> Sasaki? Yeah! As Joji, or Skipper... Akitsu. Akitsu yeah. from uh, God, God... I was about to say Gojira. Godzilla Minus One. Gojira minus one. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that was my favorite performance in the movie. Uh, yes, once again, I'm... it's a supporting role, and but he's such a he's such a force in the movie, especially yes. the scenes between him and the main character, which I don't remember the name of now. No, uh, too many characters. Yeah, yes, but an amazing performance. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And then uh, oh, next sorry. up is what? <laughs> no, I was gonna take over, but it's your your category. Sorry, it's uh, Joaquin Phoenix, right? Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. Joaquin Phoenix as Bo in Bo is Afraid. Yeah. Also one of those... You didn't watch it, right? No. That no. is one of the movies I didn't have time to watch. Yeah, because it's three fucking hours long. Yes. Uh, and, still... Uh, it's it's one of those movies I feel like you need to focus on. You oh, can't really have yeah. it on in the background kind no, of thing. No, 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 Despite, you know, having an entire... Not an entire year to watch it, but it is... It is... Uh, it is um, Take some time. Oh yeah, and even if you have it like on that. in the background, it's one of those movies where you're like, if you're working, you're just gonna stop working. Like, what? Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he pulls off an amazing performance in that movie, uh, which he always does. But I said this yes, is up there exactly. with some of his best performances, actually. And then, uh, and then last oh, but yeah. not least, yeah, we have Nicolas Cage as Count Dracula in uh, Renfield. Yeah, a movie that people didn't like for some reason. Yeah, and it's I kind thought of- it was perfectly f- like passable like entertainment it was fun yes. it was and witty it was full of Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage is fantastic legitimately fantastic in yes. that movie like he I mean if 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 the movie is just run of the mill kind of you know yeah. average he is elite I don't know how else yeah, to explain it I find it so fascinating that more people haven't talked about his performance in that movie it is it, not only is it like great in terms of like being like uh, like a really like scary villain but also kind of funny because it's a comedy yeah but also the fact that it is it is so it's one of those uh parts where no one could have done it the way he does it it has no. that that and no rage cage thing no one could have done it better yeah it is it is made for him perfect yeah nailed it yes um so and then i guess maybe then an extra Ryan Gosling as Ken? Maybe. Maybe. We're not sure yet. <laughs> we'll see what the That's audience a, says. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sold. Even though he did a fantastic job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's if he's if he's just nomination. The best worthy. part of a meh movie? I'm I'm yeah. I don't know, yeah. So we'll leave him out we'll for now. Yes. No. So next then, next category Next up is best screenplay. Yeah. Take it away. Yes. Um, of course, then, uh, in no particular order, we have Best Screenplay, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, um, which is, like, one of the first screenplays written in first-person perspective, which is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just actually, it's, from my understand, I haven't read it, I've only read parts of it that's online, but it's... And, of course, you watched the movie. Uh, yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> it's like, it has, it has, like, uh, all, all of Oppenheimer's like inner monologue is on the page, but it's not in the movie. It's instead plays out in uh, Killian Murphy's face, which is very, yeah, very it's... interesting to give your character that much like motivation and things to think about that it's not actually on the screen except for in his face. Yeah. Interesting way of writing. That's why it's nominated. Yes. Next up is Takashi Yamazaki for Godzilla Minus One. Which is, uh, uh, I mean, it's 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 run of the mill. It's it's pretty standard when it comes to like, yes, you know, action drama, drama really. Yeah. But it is undeniably like uh, emotionally gut wrenching. Um, yes. I don't know about you. And the l- I, I cried throughout the movie the first <laughs> time I watched it. Not the second time. Then I only cried sometimes. But I, it I was don't think just... I actually physically cried, but it definitely hit me. Oh yeah, I can. And the the symbolism behind it all, and that you could like it, it's it's there, but it's not in your face. Yeah, it is it's, so it's good. It's subtle, but 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 right there anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to do that and without the, being the complexities. On the nose. Yeah, the complexities yeah. of the main character being oh. a you know a suicide pilot who survives. And just having to carry that with... Oh, my God. Honestly, so the complexity good. of most of those characters. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> Fucking Godzilla is complex in that Yes, movie. exactly. <laughs> oh, then number three is William Friedkin for The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. 
Um, yes. And here it is just, 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 it's just dialogue. It is yeah. just people in a room talking, but the dialogue is amazing. It's a very fascinating concept. It's usually a pretty boring concept yeah. to make a movie out of. Yes. But William Friedkin nailed it. Yeah. I honestly, I mean, the beginning of the movie, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, this is getting boring. I know, yeah. But I didn't realize, all of a sudden, two hours had passed, and I was like, holy shit. And you come to that ending where you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that, yeah. That is almost like movie moment, the the final speech from Quig. Maybe we'll add it. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Just for, you know, we can have more nominations in that category. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have enough, did we? Uh, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. And then number four, uh, for I'm going to just write away now. For May, December, Sammy Birch and Alex Mechanic, which is a cool name. Yes. Um, yeah, once again, writing complex characters. Uh, Gracie <laughs> in that movie is just scary, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that he managed to, to like, uh, craft, like, a proper melodrama. Like, it's a, it's a serious movie, but it's, it's so silly from time to time. Like, it's a movie yeah. you laugh at, but at the same, and it's, like, overly emotional in a funny kept, way without, without being, same like, time, s- like, you're not laughing at it, you're laughing with it? Sort of? Sort of, yeah. It is, they're, uh, they're, it's cool. They capture this this um, uncomfortability oh, yeah. that you aren't sure if you should feel at first, but then as time goes by, you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. And with the other characters, specific- specifically with Joe, the way he oh. his, his character develops, the way he's so juvenile still. Yeah, it's almost because of what happened. It's almost like you know he's in a fugue state because of severe sexual trauma. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost or, like you, know, you can't rob boys. His child. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got, he got rid. Um, Robbed of his childhood. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. Thank yeah, you. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, got stuck. Yeah. Oh, it's a great, really great, fascinating. Yeah. Um, then number five, we have the passenger, written by Jack Stanley. Uh, yes. Once again, writing those characters, and it's it's a, uh, um, it's a it's one of those movies that is just like my kind of movie. It's I wouldn't I wouldn't maybe call it a literally me movie, but. For me, no. me specifically, it's literally <laughs> me, and that's why I nominated it. It's just, it's just dark. It's foreboding. It's scary, but it's also kind of sweet. Um, it's bittersweet, I guess. Yeah, bittersweet. And they, he, he, both, yeah, honestly, both Jack Stanley and the director really nails it. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, the script I think is just ah oh, so it's, good. Yeah, the, the the characters, the the inner turmoil with both of them. Yeah. And how they act out on, and how they how they resolve, I guess. Similar to Oppenheimer, uh, there is a lot there on the page, but we see mm-hmm. it more in, and the movie we more see it in the like, in the back of the yes. characters' minds. Because I feel like specifically for um, uh, Benson's character, they wrote down exactly why oh, he does what yeah. he does, but we don't. We get never told. get to know, but you know, it's right yeah. there. But it's right there. Yeah. Not really. <laughs> And then the final nomination is uh, Past Lives, written by Celine Song. Yes. And yeah, once again, the more we talk about it, but yeah, that makes so much sense. It is. I believe when we when we first discussed it, we noted that it's not a perfect movie. No. By far. It has many flaws. Yeah. And part of it is in the writing. But I believe the story is really the main part, and that is very well written. It's just how she portrayed the story that might be a little bit lacking. Yeah. We we both, but me, I think me in particular, because I'm a little older. You more. Yeah. Uh, didn't really gel with the kind of naivete of the characters. Yes. Even though they're slightly older than me, they felt like they were like uh, a bit juvenile. It's, yes, but I think it has to do with the fact that their relationship was started up yeah. much younger and it kind of got stuck. Yeah, they well, moved on, but not together. So, exactly. you know. so when they meet up, it's almost like they're de-aging. Yeah, they're, they're back, back in time. They're yeah. back being 12 years old, which, you know, once again, adds a lot of complexity and layers to the characters, which I'm yeah. only realizing now. So I'm glad you added that one, because I didn't. Yeah, she did do a really good job at that. But yeah, for specifically, specifically for being a first time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because this is her first movie. Which is insane. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Yeah. Then we have that was the, our nominees for best screenplay. Now yes. we're up at best director. Do you want to do that one? Now nah, you can go ahead. Okay. 
<laughs> um, in no particular order, but I guess you can start seeing an order here. Uh, we have first Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. And it's for the same reason he should be nominated every year. But I can also see him almost every time being nominated than being snubbed. Because there's always, you can always, like, something, something's missing. Like, it's like an interstellar, there's like, it's this amazing technical feat, but something's missing. Same thing with Inception. Same thing with, like, uh, I think even Dark Knight, you know. I think we mentioned that when we talked about Oppenheimer, that there's always something we feel that he can develop. And in the next movie, he kind of does. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're always waiting for the next best the next one to be even better. But I would say... Which is a curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think so. We're also, like, expecting so much from him every time. Yes. Uh, that's a bit of a curse, too. But I, w- I would say that this is, like, his... Uh, Chris- this is Christopher Nolan's most, like, accomplished feat as a director. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is just... There are so <laughs> many moments. And how he manages uh, not only to keep it all, like, coherent throughout such a long timeline. But the fact that also that he manages, because like what he does every time, in such a straightforward story like this, he still manages to play around with time in it. Yes. Um, Which was, in a way, confusing, but he did it well anyways. I mean, you understood it. Yeah, it comes together in the end, because you're like, you're not yeah. really following along, really and then sure. there's the black and white stuff, and you're like, why are they having a court here? And then it's just like, oh, uh, yeah, makes sense now. Yeah, Ties it up. Perfectly, in the end. And then, number two is uh, Takasha Yamazaki for Godzilla Minus One. Because, yeah, it's just uh, complementing his uh, amazing script uh, with so much, so much, so much emotion in every scene. So much, like, uh, unironic, uncynical filmmaking. Yes. Um, and and uh, like uh, a a real passion, really. It's a, it's a big blockbuster. Like it's really a silly popcorn movie. Yes. But it's made with such honesty that I haven't seen in a in a in a uh, in a popcorn movie in years. No. No. So yeah, kudos. It's, it's, and the fact yes. that he like made. Uh, or at least partly made most of the special effects himself. Like, come oh, on! Yes. What is this? An indie movie? <laughs> <laughs> um. Then number three, Ari Aster for Bo is Afraid. Um, it's kind of hard if you haven't seen it. Uh, I mean, I've seen I've seen enough of the trailer, and and yeah. I I mean, come on. But it's such a what little you see, you still kind of understand though. That yeah, it's so it's a, it's a, it's a visual splendor. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's 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 all these pretty pictures, but also has a very complex and interesting character at the center of it, and it manages to be genuinely hilarious, like laugh out loud funny, um, almost like uh, like tears in your eyes, sad, and at times properly scary. Is yeah. is such a feat as director and and to manage to do this all for three hours? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, I'm guessing you know he uh, he captured the complexity of human life. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an easy way to say it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have another one. We don't really have to. This we don't have to discuss it. It's Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Far Moon. Like the guy keeps reinventing his his own style. Yeah. Um. We've talked about it. Uh, he, at length. <laughs> at length. Yeah. Though that it does suffer from being too long. I I hate saying yes. it, but be, beyond that, it's the still way a he directs it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's like, a it's a it's a completely new style of directing from him. You do see it here and there, like ah, here's where the you know '90s gangster movies comes in. Yeah. yeah. Here's where the more like sweeping epic stuff from the 2000s come in. But it still managed to be something new that you can clearly tell, though, is a Scorsese movie. Like, sure. you know, it's like, oh, that's a Scorsese movie, even though it's and I mean, completely new. <laughs> just mentioning the title does make you think of certain parts of the movie, not just one part. No. Several parts yeah. of the movie. Which kind of, you know, it's not the entire movie, luckily. Because, <laughs> again, it's a bit long. It is a bit long. But it, it's, it's, it sticks with you, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is... 
all of Martin Scorsese. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, number five is Wes Anderson for Asteroid City, uh, and that's just like that's also one of those. He's such a visual director. Yes. Uh, we talked about that in our Patreon episode where we discussed uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Which is even uh, no, I think Asteroid City is quirkier. <laughs> yes, it is quirkier. Uh, but that one is has more like framing and stuff uh, yep. because it all takes place like in in hotel rooms and stuff. Um, yeah. But what's special with Asteroid City? Why I I think when we talked about it, I considered it probably my favorite Wes Anderson movie, and I th- still do, even though I've rewatched some of his other stuff afterwards. Um, is that this is also the the time. I mean, he always puts some of his own like personality and his own stories in there. Yeah. But this one felt so like painfully personal. Like yes, uh, he is uh, the uh, uh, no. What's his name? Main character. The main character. What's his name? Uh, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the actor. Oh, I don't do not remember. Oh shit! What's his name? Anyway, <laughs> and you know the guy. You know the guy. Sorry, yeah. Um, like the the scene between him and J- uh, Jason Schwartzman. Thank you, Jason Schwartzman. Yes, the okay. scene between Jason Schwartzman and uh, 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 Johansson. What's her name? Scarlett. Scarlett Johansson. When uh, when they, which early in the movie they 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 kind of um, uh, uh, foresaw it. The him putting his hand on the waffle iron. You're like, why is yes. that in there? And it makes total sense in that scene why he does it. Does so good, so good. I need to rewatch that movie. <laughs> yes. And then number six, finally, and uh, this is uh, a first in spoiler awards history. We have a posthumous uh, nomination. Well, we should have mentioned that in the script as well. But oh yeah, yeah. that's true. William Friedkin for that. the Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Uh, he wrote yes. and directed a movie, and once again, he managed to make a flat. TV movie lit like story that takes place in one literally one room for ninety nine point nine percent of the movie be so riveting and pulse pounding that uh, I mean, nobody could pull it off. Like you could once again, it's so different from many of his other movies. You know, we we discussed Sorcerer and The Exorcist, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, did we discuss To Live and Die in L.A.? I think so. Yeah. Um, very, very different movie this is from those, but you could instantly tell that it has that, 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 that almost, like, angry edge that he has sometimes. Yeah. And it's from a guy who, like, literally died months later, which is kind of (laughs) scary. Yes. Um, yeah, so, uh, William Friedkin deserves, not just because he died, like, genuinely, that movie is amazing, so. I mean, I didn't even realize that he had passed away, I kind of forgot about that. (laughs) To be fair, because he still lives in my heart, I guess. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He does. Um, yeah. Moving on. Moving on. We have best comedy. Yeah. And again, in no particular order. Yeah. These are what we can just rattle off. <laughs> yes. We have Asteroid City. For obvious reasons. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Obvious reasons. Anyone but you. Yeah. Which, a- yeah, we watched in 2024, but it is yeah, a 2023 release, uh, so. No. Yes, exactly. We're just late. Um, then we have Dungeons and Dragons. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yeah, I do. I remembered it so much that I bought the steel box or oh, right. on, on on 4K Blu-ray because I think that's a genuinely entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah, and funny. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> then we have Redfield because again, come on, come on, <laughs> We've mentioned yeah. so many times. It's a relationship drama starring Dracula or comedy Ugh. comedy drama, I suppose. Yes, comedy drama. Then we have uh, a Netflix. They cloned Tyrone. Yeah, which we talked about this a little bit. It kind of went on the radar, but it's an amazing yeah. little mystery thriller comedy. Yeah, yeah. nugget. Yeah, and then obviously Barbie. Barbie. Because yeah, I maybe I didn't love it, but you can't deny I laughed my ass off. Exactly. No. It's still funny. It it's is. not. It's lacking in other departments, but it is a funny, movie. very funny movie. And then we have Best Action. Uh, yes. Should I do that one? Go for it. Yes. We, of course, then have, in no particular order, John Wick <laughs> Chapter 4. 
God. Come on. <laughs> Godzilla minus one, which honestly could be nominated in either action or drama. Uh, or both. Or both, yeah. We put it in but action. I, I, yeah. Um, and then Extraction 2, which once again, not a great movie, but you no. can't deny the action sequences in that one. There's the 22-minute so one take where they go from inside yeah. a prison basement to a derailed train that's exploding with a helicopter on <laughs> top. Yeah. yeah, and then there's no, yeah, <laughs> and then Dungeons and Dragons because, like I said, that is a genuinely entertaining action comedy. Yeah, and then we have Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One because it's Mission Impossible. Like, yeah, you can't it, deny the action no. is great. It's uh, it's like uh, it's like tradition at this point. Like, they're just yeah. gonna, even though it's not far from my favorite. Um, it still blows your socks off when it comes to the action stuff. Indeed, indeed. And then finally, a late edition by you, uh, but I I do agree to some extent. Uh, Fast X. It's an it's an honorable mention. It's an honorable yeah? mention, really. Yeah. Can't can't really deny. I mean, there are some great the action when it comes to the cars, at least. Yes, yes, yes. The Rome. Yeah, the bomb sequence where they have a, a literal like bomb rolling through Rome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Which I realized that Mission Impossible and Fast X have a very similar scenes when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah, I know. And one is very silly, yeah. and one is very serious. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> but yes, that's best action. Then we have best drama. Yeah. In again, no particular order, we have Killers of the Flower Moon. Obviously. Obviously. We have May, December. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> All these are pretty obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, World War Three. That, again, mo- a lot of people might not have seen it, yeah. but I do urge you to watch it. That could also, if we had a thriller section, it could almost be in that, because it's kind of dark. Yeah, specifically towards the end. Uh. Yeah. Uh, number four, we have The King Mutiny Court Martial. Obviously. It's drama through and through. Yeah. We have past lives. Obviously, Obviously. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And last but not least, we have Maestro. Yeah. We're not going for your bait, uh, Bradley Cooper. But you can't (laughs) deny that it is good drama. (laughs) It is good good drama. I mean, I haven't even seen it, and I can understand it's good drama. (laughs) And here we have, now we have our last genre nominations. is Best Horror, which I got to say was probably the hardest one to put together. Because yes. there wasn't that much really, really good horror this year. No. There was a lot I of, like, fine. I added a fine. couple just to uh, pad it out. Yeah. I do have my favorite. Oh, yeah. I think. I, oh, even, I even, to be fair, kind of would not even nominate one of these, if I'm being honest. Yeah. That you put there. Oh, really? Um, oh. Yeah. We'll discuss. Oh, well, we'll get to that yeah. in the Patreon episode. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> but the nominations are... Uh, Cobweb, uh, which you saw today, right? Yes, yeah. I saw it today, yeah, yeah. just a few hours ago. Yeah. And then Evil Dead Rise. Um, I, I, I kind of forgot about. But yeah, yeah, but I'm I and I'm like, being reminded of it. It was not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, and it's 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 I like it because it it uh, it keeps the splatter genre alive and well, exactly. which we need more of, Had, especially in cinemas. It's a very good moment. Oh, yeah. And then we have uh, Talk to Me, which um, I don't want to spoil this, but I'm pretty sure that's gonna win. <laughs> I mean, you might have my vote at least. Yeah, yeah. And then we have uh, yeah, after Talk to Me, one of the best movies of the year. We also have. Uh, <coughs> Uh, the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, it might not be a great horror film, technically, but it is a pretty good movie, and it happens to be horror film. <laughs> yeah, and, and it isn't nominated anything else, because, yeah, it is kind of a trash movie, but I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed it, for what it is. Exactly. And, uh, That's the thing. And uh, it's weird saying this in a horror movie, but uh, 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 Russell Crowe is hilarious in that movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Which is why it deserves a nomination. Yeah. And here's a fun one for all you number files out there. Number five uh, ah. is Scream 6. Ah. Yes. <laughs> that one is, I'll say it, it's padding. Even yes, more than Pope's Exorcist, this is padding. This is Because Scream 6 is like, no, you're pushing it too far. 
But like you said, there wasn't a lot of of horror films in general this year. Um, and I'm, I wasn't bad, but it hinges on legacy. Yes, for the main part. Could we like? Would you? Uh, I'm not saying we're gonna do it, but could you replace this nomination with Megan? Remember Ooh. Megan, this creepy doll? Yeah, movie? I, I don't know. If, <laughs> I, don't I mean, know I'm, I'm. <sighs> that's a discussion yeah, we'll do on Patreon. I that's suppose. a discussion. Yeah. yeah. And then number six, which I wasn't really sure, because yeah, well, like I said, we don't really have a thriller category. Yeah. So this is more of a thriller, but you know, it's horror too. Knock at the cabin. Very yeah. thought provoking. Very interesting little like micro movie. It's, it's scary. Yeah. But in like a deep way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it has. That's why it's a horror. Film and it has a great performance by uh, Batista. Exactly. Quite, Surprisingly, uh, to be fair. Yeah, people like honest. him as an actor. Like he's really, really good. I've, I haven't been convinced by him as an actor. He's yeah. fine, but here I thought he was really good. Yes, yeah. I think it's the the material. It I think really so helped. too. No, no. But, but anyway, those are our genre nominations. The, the big one here. The big one. The movie of the year. The one that everyone else yes. does their top ten of. We didn't do top ten. We have a top seven. So these yeah. these are the nominations, of course, for best movie. Are liter- That's basically our like top movies of the year list. But since we're doing basically. it as an award show, one is going to come out on top. <clears throat> Yes. So I'm not even going to read them in the in the order we wrote them because I don't I don't it gives it away a little bit, maybe. <laughs> um, maybe. Yeah. So we have. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Oh, me though. neither. Almost every one of these could win, but yeah. I'm pretty sure one is going to win. <laughs> I have two favorites. I don't yeah. Know. Well, this we'll talk about that on Patreon. Patreon.com says don't make sense. How about you start with one and then I go with one. Yes. Okay. So. Movie of the Year nominations. Number one, Killers of the Flower Moon. Obviously. Like, we've talked uh, about it already so many times. Is there even a discussion? Not really. Then we have Godzilla minus one. For all the reasons we've already discussed in the other genre, uh, yes. categories. Uh, to be fair, we've have, we've discussed all of these movies in previous categories. Yes, so. there's not nothing new here. Uh, no. Then we have John Wick 4. It's It, it might be a silly action movie, but it is... Undeniable right. filmmaking. Oh, yes. Yeah. Then we have The Hain Mutiny Court Martial. Yeah. Once again, does so much with so little. Yeah. Uh, then we have uh, Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's uh, sci fi comedy. Yes. Yeah. Once, very strange, but very good. Very, very good. Like I said, probably my favorite Wes Anderson movie at this point. Yeah. Then we have Oppenheimer. Of, no denying it's gonna be nominated. Yes, please. For a while, this was my favorite year, favorite movie of favorite the year. year of the movie. My favorite year of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last but not least, the passenger. A little bit of a upset, a little uh, bubbler, as yes. we call it. But it is genuinely uh, well made and engaging and emotional, and it just, like I said, it really hits home for me specifically. Yeah. Um, and probably other people, but since I'm one of the two people doing this and list. We do not discriminate against smaller movies, <laughs> not just the big ones. Exactly. We nominate anything that deserves it. No matter, you know, how much money they put on it. Yeah, or how, how many how many gift baskets they sent they to send the Academy out. and you know whether Or how many famous people they can get to make posts on it on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. How many people they pay off to make YouTube videos. It's not a popularity contest. This is uh this a is straight quality contest. This, yeah, what is that called? Uh uh, uh when a when a when a um a culture is based on uh, uh oh shit. A, a meritocracy. Where you're you're means- you're judged based on your performance. Ah, yes. And of course, yeah. when it comes to movies, that's very subjective. But hey, it's our award show. So yeah, this is a straight-up meritocracy. It's not a popularity contest. But those no. those are all the categories and all the nominees in those categories for the Spoiler Awards uh, 2024. Uh, yes. And like we said... You will be able to cast your vote. Yes. 
on major platforms. We might even do it on Instagram. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, you deal with Instagram. I deal with yeah. Twitter and YouTube. Um, and, of course, on Patreon. So, uh, Obviously. Yeah, so if you want to check... And we, if you want to hear us talk more about specific of these movies, um, not just for the episodes that we already made on them, but just talk in general about all of these nominations and maybe sometimes explain why we nominated a movie yeah. even more, check out the Patreon episode coming this Monday. This Monday. watching this on the... 26th? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and yeah. Oh, 27th, I guess. Sorry. It's Friday. I don't know the date yet for the actual spoiler awards. We're, we're going to do it around the time no. of the Academy Awards uh, 2024. Do they have a date yet? They should have, right? I think so. It's uh, March 11th. March 11th. Ooh. What date? What day is that? It's a fucking Monday. It's a Monday. <gasps> so we're going to do ours on Saturday the 9th. We're going to be just before the Oscars. 10th. No, that's a Sunday. I think. Oh. You said March the 11th. Yeah. That's a Monday. And for us. But it's uh. a Sunday for them. I oh, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Time zones. We're doing it on the Saturday just before the Oscars. So, hey, we're not going to make you miss it. Exactly. If you want to check out both, you can. But, of course, ours is... Superior. Superior. <laughs> not only that we won't we waste your entire evening with a five-hour, like, red carpet show before, we also have... And then tons of stupid in-betweens yeah, and... Uh, cringeworthy interviews. And, and, uh, uh, no, we're just going to fucking go straight to the winners. Yes. We'll be done in like an hour and a half. <laughs> if even. If even, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, and if you don't want to vote, you just want to like tell us your opinions, do it down in the comment section on YouTube. Um, what are your favorite movies of the year? If you just want to give us your favorite movie of the year. You know? Maybe there's some movies yeah. we missed. We have to add them to the nominations. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Exactly. But other than that, I want to say thank you so much for listening and watching. Uh, once again, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. And we will see you in the next episode. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The Spoiler Cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Mom, Dad, Christopher Berlin, Daniel Gaiso, Mac and Mom, Laura Kinney, CK85.